0: Well, good morning and welcome to the Men's Leadership Network. Welcome to all the satellite campuses meeting around Nashville. Welcome to the group meeting at Flavor Catering downtown at Bricks and Cool Springs. And welcome to our newest location at Highway 55 in Nolansville. Quick reminder as we get started, if you have questions and like to tweet them in or email them in, you can do that. The email for today is questions at mensleadershipnetwork.com. And the Twitter handle is at leadership underscore net. So if you have questions during the interview for Mike, Feel free to get those in we'll try to get to those. Okay, let's get started. Our guest this morning needs no introduction, but I'll try to give it a shot anyway. Mike Fisher grew up with a dream of playing hockey. That dream came true for him in 1998 when he was drafted in the second round in the NHL draft by the Ottawa Senators. He played his first season with the Senators in the 1999-2000 season, and over the next several seasons he became a key part of the Senators team, eventually being named Assistant Captain. Mike is known for his aggressive play, but he's also shown a great deal of speed and skill and still holds Ottawa's unofficial hardest shot record at 105 miles per hour. On February 10th, 2011, Mike was traded to Nashville and played his first game for the Predators on February 12th. Scored his first goal as a Predator five days later against the Vancouver Canucks and never looked back. (laughs) Today, Mike owns a stat sheet full of amazing accomplishments on the ice, but he's quick to tell you that playing professional hockey is not what defines him. He finds his identity in Christ. Mm. In addition to his faith, Mike is a family man and enjoys spending time off the ice with his wife, Carrie, and their son, Isaiah. Please welcome Mike Fisher.
1: Mike, thanks so much for being with us today. This is fantastic. Uh, Tell me a little bit about
2: your faith journey. Well, I'll try and give you the... Semi-short version, but uh, uh, I grew up in in a Christian home in in Peterborough, Ontario. It's it's northeast of Toronto, um, and I grew up in such a great family. Both of my parents are are strong Christians. My mom is a prayer warrior. My dad is a great strong leader and, and really a selfless man. And um, so I uh, I accepted Christ when I was six years old as as a young kid. I still remember the morning just before school praying with my mom and, and man, I was, I was, a, it was pretty neat for me and, um, I got two brothers and a sister and, um, so we just kind of grew up in a you know, sports playing family and, um, both my other brothers played hockey, my sister, she was into sports and, um, you know, that was me as a kid and uh, at 17, I, I moved away from home to play junior hockey in Sudbury, um, and, uh, that was a tough. That was tough leaving your home church, leaving your friends, family, new place, and I struggled. I, I struggled to to fit in. Um, I, I made mistakes, and and uh, you know I just I couldn't do it on my own. And and uh, then at 19, I I, uh, I played in the NHL. I signed a contract and I was making a lot of money. And um, you know I just. I kind of put my faith on a back burner mm-hmm. and for a couple of years and i made mistakes and there were certain things in my life that, that I, I definitely regret and you know, a lot of sin and, and partying and things like that and um, just remember I, I'd reached my dream as a kid, my, my whole dream was to make the NHL and um, and I'd reached it and I was making money and everyone knew me and and I was making bad decisions and I, I, there was guilt and shame in my life and, and at that time I was living with my cousin and he'd been through a lot of the same things that I was going through and he decided to do a, um, a Bible study <coughs> with me. I said, sure, yeah, I knew I needed it. I knew I wasn't on the right path and, and so we go through this, uh, study called Firm Foundation and, uh, I remember getting to the part where, t- in Luke 9 and 23 to 25 it said, um, if you want to be a follower of me, you must put aside your own selfish ambitions, shoulder your cross daily and follow me. If you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it, but if you give up your life for me, you'll find true life. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but lose your own soul in the process? And to me, that was to a T what I was going, you know, I'd reached my dream and had the whole world and and everything you'd ever dreamed of. And I knew that wouldn't ultimately bring me happiness. And um, but that verse really changed. And I needed to shoulder my cross daily, and, and and I wasn't doing it. And maybe every once in a while, but that's not enough. And so through that study and prayer and getting into the Word, God just changed me, and I I recommitted my life to Christ, and I was baptized at 23. And I never really ever wanted to get baptized as a kid, and, because I didn't want to be in front of people, and and I knew you know. if I never, ever thought I'd be speaking in front of men or churches or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. But um, so through all that, God just changed my perspective on everything and uh, changed relationships. It changed, you know, career really and, uh, you know, why I was given the talent I was given and Mm -hmm. to use it for, um, you know, His glory. And um, so I remember having a conversation with my brother and he was... He was seven years younger, and he uh, he was probably thirteen or fourteen at the time. But uh, he was a hockey player as well, and he's like, I want to. He's like, I want to play in the NHL like you, so I can share the gospel and have other people come to Christ and use it as you know my platform. and And I wasn't doing that at the time. It was an <laughs> eye opener for me, wow. and it was crazy. And that's what I wanted to do. And um, so, yeah, it was a game changer. And, um, and then two thousand. Uh, Ten, I was I was single for quite a while, just kind of looking for the right girl, and and she uh, she came into my life, and I was married <laughs> in 2010, and of July 2010, and um, we were always kind of going back and forth. I was still living in Ottawa, and she was living here, and that's just kind of trying to make it work the best we could. And sure enough, in uh, February 2011, I was traded to Nashville of all places. I could have been traded anywhere, wow. and God just worked, and it was crazy. Um, and I still remember my my mom called me after the trade, or it might have been the next day, where she's she's like, I told your dad, you know, I mean, they were they were sad, they're happy at the same time, a lot of different emotions, because you know, you um, I've been there a long time, and it was close to home. And, but she's like, I told your dad two weeks ago, and I was having a bad season, team was having a bad season, and she's like, maybe this is the Lord's way of. Of getting Mike traded to Nashville to go be with Kerry. Wow! Sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, it happens. Yeah, it's crazy. So I couldn't imagine being in any other place. Being here in this city and um, and now with a family. And uh, 18 months ago, you know, I had a baby boy, which yeah. is unbelievable. But I mean, I look back on my career, and I've been able to see, you know, former teammates this past year come to Christ and. Yeah. Um, I mean, those to me is, is so awesome. And I'll just tell you a little story about this past weekend. I'm a I'm a huge bow hunter and um, just my brother and some buddies and I, we always go we go up to the camp. We have a hunt camp up in Kentucky. And um, so, I mean, I'm getting ready all summer. And um, if the family's gone, I'm doing food plots, I'm doing trail cameras, I'm doing everything. and. So, anyways, we were up there this weekend, and last year we kind of we'd do a few things, just pray together. But this year, I really wanted to get guys together, and I talked with my brother in in Austin, who's here, about doing uh, in the morning after breakfast, kind of more getting intentional about. You know, we I think we had eight guys or so, and um, just getting into the word and sharing and what's on your heart, and so so we did that every morning, and sure enough, Monday night in the tree stand. Uh, my brother leads his cameraman to the Lord, he accepted Christ, and but just, it is just amazing, and that, that's, I mean, I'm, I think when you get guys, to me, I love being outside, and, and I don't have to shoot deer, I just love being outside with other men that share the same visions of family, of home life, of of following Christ, and, um, you know, I think God just, you know, He shows up in those situations, you know, when you allow Him in, and um, but yeah, my brother asked one simple question, he was like, where are you at? You know, where are you at? It wasn't, you need Christ, you, you know. Yeah. I was like, just, where are you at? Where are you, you know? And then, you now, sure enough, you know, it happened. So that, that was obviously a highlight this weekend. We're still we're still excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I get excited about that. Yeah. That's amazing. So how have you seen your faith and your career, I mean, as you watch, um, being a Christ follower in professional sport, uh, how have you seen your faith impact your career?
2: Well, it's been a huge, and, and I guess because early on in my career, I didn't do it right, and I, I've, I've seen, I've kind of done it wrong and then tried to do it right and do my best, but um, man, I've seen God do so many things in the sport, and um, you know, I've been able to be involved with the chapel programs. That we had one in Ottawa, and now it's here, where guys of just wherever they're at. I mean, some some in different journeys along the way come together as a as a group and, and study God's word, and um, so that that's been amazing to be able to be a part of that and and try and uh, lead in that way as much as I can. And our chaplain here is amazing too, and mm-hmm. well, a guy that I really look up to, and. Um, I mean, I've been through in my career a lot of different injuries. I think I've missed over a couple hundred games um, that God's taught me. I I think a different lesson in every one. And um, I still remember my first year, I'd only played 25 games in the career and I blew my knee out the rest of the season. And my mom called me after the game and it's like, man, God doesn't make mistakes. She's like, you know, he's gonna use this. And um, sure enough, I mean, every injury or, you know, and it's just an injury, but when you're an athlete, you want to get, you know, it's. it's I don't have a lot of patience for sitting around the couch or just, uh, so it teaches you a lot of patience, perseverance, mm. sticking with it. And it's funny because now, I mean, I think I've had just about every injury in the book and I can diagnose almost every guy that has an injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what that is. And don't worry, you'll be back a couple of weeks. <laughs> but um, I can laugh now, but at the time... Um, but I, I've, I mean, yeah, I've seen God do so many things in my career. Um, you know, I know I'm blessed with um, a unique talent, and mm-hmm. um, I've tried my best, and I, I, have, I haven't always done it. And uh, but just to give Him, give Him as much glory as possible, and yeah. because I know that everything I have is from Him, and um, that's what I try to do, and. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been. I look back and I know I'm kind of back into my career, but I, God has definitely blessed me and uh, worked in my career and made a difference. It made it more enjoyable, especially the last little while, just knowing why I'm here and what I'm you know what I'm really here for and where where's my identity and and those types of things. And um, yeah, so that's great.
1: Has it has it been a challenge being a Christ follower in a professional mm-hmm. sports? I mean, all of us are. Living for Christ in our different industries or businesses. Maybe.
2: Yeah, um, it, early on, definitely when you're a younger younger kid, um, trying to fit in and um, mm-hmm. with older guys trying to be part of the team. And I tried to be part of the team too much, like I talked about early on. But I think once you kind of, once I recommitted my life and God just came in and really ch- changed me. Excuse me. Um, uh, that becomes really who you are, and I think. When you're comfortable in that, I think you It allows you to be who you who you really know you are in Christ, and and then just, you know, hopefully everything overflows into your work, and um, you know some of those teammates that maybe not understand, and maybe it doesn't bother you as much, and and uh, you just don't try and fit in. And I've always been. I I love being part of the group, and but there's a fine line between being part of it and and not, you know. Obviously, not being a part of you know everything, but um, you know, I think guys over time just learn to respect you know who you are as a person, and and uh, and I think if you can, to me, I've always tried to be the best I could be, and I'm, I haven't always been the best player on the team, but I want to you know I want to be as be- the, as good as I can be, and be a great teammate, and guys respect that, and and be you know be be a loving teammate, and I think once they understand that, hopefully, my, my goal is that they see that, and they, they want, you know, Christ that's in me, and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, that's, that's the ultimate goal, but.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Mike, how has becoming a, a husband and a father impacted your faith, but also your career?
2: Um, being a, well, being a husband uh, came first, and, and it's, um, it's been awesome, because, um, you kind of share in some of those highlights together. Um, you are coming home, you can celebrate and I get to celebrate her career too, um, which is cool. And, um, you know, having someone that, you know, is your biggest fan is, is really cool. And, um, you know, and then having a little man at home and, um, you know, it's been challenging to be honest, um, managing our schedules and it's hard when you're, you have a, little man at home and you haven't seen him for a couple of weeks and managing her her schedule my schedule mm-hmm. well, we got a huge schedule on our on our uh, refrigerator and it's I got my color she's got her color Isaiah's got his color and nanny's got his, her color it's like holy cow like it's but um, one of the things you know in getting married we both trust each other and she gets where I'm at in my career and, and I get the same with her. And we try to spend as much time we, as we can together. And We know it's not always gonna be like this, but I think that trust factor of is so huge inside of marriage with our schedules mm-hmm. and some of the pressures and all those types of things. But, um, so it, it's been a challenge, but uh, at the same time it's been awesome because when we are together, um, it's amazing. And I, you know, talking to my, my sister this year, she's got three kids under, well four but I was under three she had twins and so she's at home every day and and sometimes it's hard for a a you know mom that's just trying to manage everything and she's trying to work a little bit here and there and it's like she's she's just dying for maybe a weekend break or something you know it's like and I'm just dying to see my wife and child you know we're kind of the opposite ends and she's like well you're gonna appreciate your family so much more because of not you know being with them and it's true and I do and you kind of cherish every moment. You try to, you know, be present when they are home, and and uh, so it had, it's had its challenges, but it's uh, it's been awesome at the same time. And um, I know some of, some of the guys I play with and and older guys, um, you know, have older kids now. You know, so they they haven't been around as much, but I. Um, I've always want, thought it'd be cool to have my, you know, 10-year-old son watching me play hockey, which isn't going to happen. It's probably a good thing because I'll be at home a little bit more now, <laughs> but um, it's not going to be called uh, Mother's Day out. It's going to be called Father's Day out for the kids <laughs> <Yeah>. now, as <laughs> I'm going to change it. But um, but yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been really good. Yeah, yeah.
1: you learn a whole lot. Uh Different dimension to God's love when mm-hmm. you have a child, don't you? Oh, you know it, I mean, it's just like wow.
2: It, I mean, everyone told me that, and then it happens, and it's cr- it's crazy yeah. how it, yeah, it's and every now he's at that stage where everything that I do he wants to do, and mm-hmm. it's and it kind of it's like wow, you know, it makes you want to be the best dad possible, mm-hmm. and um yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So That's and awesome. he's. He's singing now, and I think he's gonna be a singer, but we'll see. We got him skate, so we'll see. Hopefully, he I mean, could be both.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, tell me this: you have made a commitment in your life where church and missions are a priority. And uh, you know, I remember you had a game in Dallas, and, and you know, Saturday night, and you get home like at one in the morning, and you're at church the next day, mm-hmm. and. Why is that so foundational to you? Why have you said, man, these are these are bedrocks in mm-hmm. my life and in my family that we're going to keep as priorities?
2: Well, I think a lot of it comes from my parents, and mm-hmm. they they instilled in me at a young age. And I, I, I remember missing some practices and because of church. And we'd tell our coach, um, you know, at the start of the year that, you know, sometimes you know we had to that that was an important part of our life, and that had to be more important than sports mm-hmm. and. You know, at a certain point, you you couldn't miss, but um, just because of being on team and that commitment too. But they they really balance that really well, and uh, and having a good church family, good friends. um, And I realize how important that really is to be um, to be around good people, good men, good families, people that you want to be like, people, um, and having you know having a son and I love bringing them Sunday school and seeing them play, and I want that to be, you know, and we both want that to be, that has to be our family where church is so important because it is, and um, it has to be a priority in our life, and I, I as far as missions, I, I got the chance, I don't know how many years ago now, but 10 years ago, and I wish I'd done it earlier, but um, is that Kind of time of my life, well, anyways, I got to go to El Salvador and uh, with World Vision, and that really is a, was a life changing deal for me and really opened my eyes. And um, recently, I've got to I've been able to go to Haiti, and, and we talked we've talked about this before, but how much it just changes you and your perspective. And you know, we're in Williamson County, and every the smallest house here is bigger than the biggest house back home for me, you know, it's crazy, but. Um, um, I don't know, I just, I, it's always been, a, I think, a good perspective. I want to take you know, my children on missions trips early, uh, earlier than I did, and uh, because it's such a good life lesson, and um, yeah, the, so I, I just, I want to, I, I think it's what we're called to do is is to be in a church, to be around good people, and 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 to be you know you talk about it to be contributors too you know mm-hmm. to to help out and, and i feel like because i'm so busy too I, I love coming to church but sometimes i feel like man i don't have time to and i'm i'm grateful that i've had this opportunity because it's off season but as soon as i get season it's man i don't have time to i can't even have breakfast with you know we practice early get up you're tired I, it's hard to have breakfast with friends or mm-hmm. you know like lunches here and there but it's hard but um when you do, you're part of that community. If, if, mm-hmm. I think that's what we're called to do, is all to come together to make, make things better. And mission's part of it. I love that. that's what you know, this yeah. church does, so involved in missions, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's awesome.
1: Hey, yeah. what advice would you give us as men? I mean, we're called scripturally to be spiritual leaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that's intimidating, you know, but, but what advice would you give us to, to live our lives as spiritual leaders?
2: Well, um, for me, uh, I mean, I think there's there's a couple things, and um, recently it's been about um, it's about being present in the home because it's funny how you all summer I'm here, and sometimes you can get into. I think we're as men we can be so distracted at home or even at work where we're. Or we're on our phones, we're on the internet, we're watching t v we're relaxing you're tired you're and you know you miss your you miss your little eighteen month old you know falls and bumps his head because you you're on your phone or you're distracted, you're not really in the moment or you're mm-hmm. so uh, w- this summer i um I come home, I think I was away for a couple weeks and it was I'd read this book that I needed to read, and it was like you know it's okay to put your phone away it's okay to you know be be present in your home and so we put Isaiah to bed and we go out, leave her phones and just sit on our, on her porch, you know, just talk. Like, how you doing? How are you, you know, what's going on, you know? And sometimes I don't do that enough, like with my wife and just have a just normal conversation because you're so busy, you know. But I think just being present in the home is so important and just be intentional about having good conversations with your wife, you know. And that's kind of, the, I mean and I haven't always done that and I need to do that better and that's a reminder for me too but yeah. I think it's so important because there's so many different distractions that we face as men or we bring our work home and we can't focus on you know certain things that we need to be doing to lead our home um, another thing for me that's been so important and as uh, being surrounded by the right people and i look back on my story and it, it's my cousin being there at the right time it's it's my parents it's certain people mentors now that i have even here in town and or or guys that fly in to see me just because they want to spend time with me and pour into my life without those people i i wouldn't i mean it's huge to surround yourself with the right people and and i find myself you know having lunches with guys that are more way, a lot more wise than me and older and and I'll come home and and it it comes home because you're like you're fired up about mm-hmm. you know your friend that loves his wife properly that um is a great dad that so it makes you want to be like that too you know and hopefully I can encourage others to do the same you know but um so all those when you surround yourself with the right people and the right men and um that comes home. That goes to work, too. I mean, that, uh, it just, it really, it's it's a game changer for me. Yeah. yeah,
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So two things I heard, be present Mm -hmm. in your family, right? And then surround yourself with the right men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, those are huge. Yeah. So, hey, Mike, what do you want your legacy to be? When people look back at your life, what do you, what do you want your legacy to be?
2: I was thinking of, Definitely thinking about that, and I think about that a lot about well, what, do we, what do you want to be remembered for, and all those things and I, I look at I look at my grandfather, my dad 's dad, and what people say about him, and he 's gone now he 's been gone since I was twelve, but and I still hear you know stories about him of him leading someone to Christ, and how generous he was with what the Lord gave him, and he loved his family well and, and, and his you know his kids and his kids' kids, and you know you that goes down your family tree, you know and that's what I want to do. I want to be the best dad, I want to love people well and my family well, and I want to be generous and and you know, I want to lead people to christ so that's that's the goal and i'm you know I'd, I'm not perfect by any means and but um, you know that, that's that's what I want to be like and Think if I surround myself with the right people, and you know, it's it's attainable with with God. So
1: I love it. I love it. Man, I love your heart. So, hey, the season's getting ready to go, and Mm -hmm. uh, how can we be praying for you?
2: Um, Just that I'd be a a good leader, not only on the ice, but but off the ice with these guys, and Mm -hmm. you know that God would use our 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 chaplain, and uh, he'd work in these guys' lives, and, and that I, you know, I'd love them well, and um, you know, also Carrie just you know left for tour about a week ago, so I'm leaving tomorrow to go meet up with them for a little bit. But that um, they're gone till almost Christmas, off and on, and so that'll that'll be a challenge for sure. And I, I mean, last year was hard at the end of because the last part of last half of the season was the same as this fall when they're gone, so um, it's hard coming home when. You know, they're not home and you're, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's still, you're busy and you keep going, but when your son's, you know, changing you know, every day and saying new words, you want to be there and you, you know, you're not always there, but um, yeah, so just to, you know, get through that and just, you know, like I said, I'm, I, I'm on the back half of my career. I don't know how much longer I'll play, but um, I do want to finish well for sure. <laughs> mm, yeah. But Well, we're going to be well, playing thank you. for you I
1: and mean, that's right, so Hey, we got a couple of questions for you. There, all right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. For sure. Okay, Mike, we got a couple that came in here. Uh, first one is, who modeled leadership for you throughout your career?
2: Well, I've had some good, I've had some good leaders um, and people. Uh, my captain in Ottawa was um, Daniel Alfredson, who he'll be probably a Hall of Famer, and he was he's a good person, family man great 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 hockey player but a good leader too and um yeah I've got the chance you know Shea Weber is a great leader great person Mm -hmm. um there's off the ice I've had some great mentors um like I mentioned my family Mm um one of my spiritual mentors is Tim Burke he's with Mm -hmm. hockey ministry he oversees a lot of the chapels and and uh he's a former pitcher and um know he's he's encouraged me along the way yeah he's been he's been really instrumental for me and and a guy that um, it's one of those guys that you want to be like and and my dad too the way he led her home and um, the example he was he's just a quiet strong leader um, that's really selfless Mm. Um, you know so I've had a lot of good people um, and then my cousin who helped, help me, like I mentioned, I mean, that's, he took the lead and, you know, he, it's amazing when, when you've put Christ first in your life, how many things and aspects that, and of your life it changes. It not only changes you, it's going to change your marriage, your family, your kids, your, your kids' kids, your, I mean, it's crazy, you yeah. know. But,
1: well, leaders lead, you yeah, know, and that's, yeah. you know, that's our hope and prayers for all of us as men that we would step into that and sometimes uh-huh. we don't feel uh, confident or equipped but it's mm-hmm. like you said Christ's power in mm-hmm. us and in stepping into those roles yeah, just like men did with you and that yeah. this is our time now mm-hmm. so that's great.
0: Yeah. Okay we got another one here. Um, Mike what was the hardest decision you've ever had to make on
2: or off the ice? Hardest decision? There's some tough decisions sometimes when you've got to drop the gloves, I guess, but on the ice, uh, sometimes you're like, I don't know if I should be doing this. <laughs> this might not be a good decision. Uh, off the ice, uh, <laughs> I, I don't condone fighting, but sometimes it, I guess it has to happen. But um, <laughs> um, off the ice... Uh, Decisions. Um, i trying to think. I mean, there's always, um, I've had a lot of easy decisions, getting married, having kids. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, there's always decisions in your life that, you know, come about that, you know, you ask God for guidance, and a lot of times I've seen them show up in crazy ways and, and he opens doors. Sometimes I think he just it's like okay, you decide but you just bring me with you and and, and I'll and I'll show you. Yeah. And um but yeah there's I mean I can't think of any real tough decision I've had off the ice but um, yeah.
1: Well and I think you know our life is a product of the decisions we make. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the little decisions. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, it, it's the day in, day out, you know, when the temptation comes mm-hmm. and uh, to say, no, I'm not going mm-hmm. there. I'm not watching that. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think that builds character over time, right? And so, so then it makes the bigger decisions a lot mm-hmm. easier when you set those priorities mm-hmm. and say, no, Christ first, you know, my family, and then my career, mm-hmm. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Christ always. So uh, I, think, I think that comes over time. That's absolutely. Good. Yeah. So, got time for one more? Yeah, we do. Uh, last
0: one here, Mike. When How has your experience early in your career when you drifted from your faith better equipped you to be a leader of young people now?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I think being, being through, um, you know, getting to the NHL and, you know, having the money, the, the fame, playing in Canada too, you're kind of elevated even more and going through that and, and making some bad decisions. And, and I wished I hadn't but i know so much more now about following christ and 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 dealing with that guilt and shame and then kind of breaking free and feeling that freedom and what it's really like to to follow christ and and i think i guess i can understand some of the pressures that guys go through because i've dealt with them and i haven't always Made the right decisions, but um, I know what the right decisions now can do for you because it's what it's done for me, and uh, I think that's um, you know I think it's it's helped it's it's also opened my eyes, and I appreciate the game now even more, uh, being able to play it, and um, how grateful I am for the opportunity, and 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 it's it's a big responsibility too um, I feel like I want to be a good example in the game and, um, you know, but God's helped me along the way. There's no question. And, uh, um, yeah.
1: Well, we're thankful for you, Mike. And, uh, we're gonna be cheering for you for the Predators. This is the year mm-hmm. we're excited about oh, yeah. it. So it. <laughs> we're going all it. the way. Uh, yeah. we we'll would be cheering for you on the ice, but even more off the ice, just as you, you walk out your faith and you live your faith for the Lord, and, and uh, being named captain and the opportunity you have to impact, um, the guys on your team, but to impact the city and this community for Christ. And it's a joy for us, man, to, to lock arms with you and to serve the Lord with you. And, uh, we're, we're, we're thankful
2: for you. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you. Hey, can I pray for us?
1: Let's, let's pray together. Father God, thanks for today. Thank you for, for Mike. Thank you for his faith. God, thank you for just the way that you, um, moved in his heart, God, and in that time where he, he just recommitted his life to Christ. And, Father, that when he was baptized and, and, God, just that he makes you the priority. And, Father, I thank you for his faithfulness to, to your church. I thank you for his faithfulness to, to serve in missions and to serve in our community. And I pray that you would fill him with your Holy Spirit, that you'd use him in a great way this year. God, I pray for all of us that we would be, that we would be godly husbands and godly fathers. And that, Father, we would be men after your heart, that we would live for you all the days of our lives. God, don't let us miss it. God, don't let us get caught up in the world and and miss what really matters. And so, Father, help us to pour our hearts and our lives into you and to further your kingdom in our day and our generation. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for this morning. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Okay, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Let's give uh, uh, Mike a round of applause. That's awesome. Hey guys, uh, Jeff and I talked about this this morning. We've got six more weeks, okay? So I want to encourage you to do three things. Mike said it early in, in, in our time today. He said, God shows up around men, Okay. So taking that into heart, three things, encouragement today, show up, we've got six weeks, commit to the next six weeks. We've got a great lineup. We're going to be talking about a lot of things that impact men's lives, uh, bo- both in work settings and our spiritual walk, but then also at home. It's going to be very, very powerful. Uh, when you show up, meet some new men. I think it's great that we're around round tables, reach out, meet some new guys. If you see a new face, if you've been here for a couple of years, introduce yourself to some new men. And then lastly, pray. Jeff hit on this. Pray for our community. Pray for our government. Uh, pray for our city. Pray for your place of work. Pray for Men's Leadership Network. Let's just be men of prayer over the next six weeks. So if you'll commit to that, we'd love to have you here. We're going to come with content every week. So if you'll show up, we'll make sure it's worth your time. A uh, couple housekeeping things. Be on the lookout for the Men's Leadership Network Rewind. Chase will send that email out this afternoon. It'll have a link to today's interview, also with some commentary and some ways to kind of go deeper in some of the topics we talked about. There will also be a link to the Men's Leadership Network website that has podcasts and past interviews. So if there's something you're wrestling with or a topic – that's maybe some, maybe a coworker, maybe a friend, maybe a relative's wrestling with. We've got a great library of some content that are, that men struggle with. So there's an easy way to say, "Hey, I'm thinking about you. Here's some content. Shoot it to friends. Maybe it'll apply to you personally." And then lastly, I just want to welcome you uh, to, to you know, remind you to come out next week. Harold Pinto is speaking. Harold is a global business leader. He has been on leadership boards with Fortune 500 companies. He's helped around here at church. He's an awesome mentor of mine and of Jeff's, and he's going to be talking about redefining success. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be very, very powerful. Uh, breakfast will be 630 again, and we'll get going at 7 o'clock. Thank you for coming. It's been great to see everybody and great to kick off the fall. Thanks, Mike.